Today we are talking about how to receive from God. Like, have you ever wanted to receive everything God has for yes, you? Yes, you have. I have. So good. We're talking about it right now. Awesome. Amen. Praise God. Amen. This Did is, you just like finger point to yourself? I was like, I do. This, this guy. This guy right here. <laughs> Who has two thumbs and wants to receive this yeah. guy. No. That, what was that? I like don't know. sorrowful sigh. I don't know. Sorrowful sigh. It was. I will say nice this. Alliteration. I will say this. This is a very not sensitive topic for me, but this is one of those areas. <laughs> I said not sensitive. <laughs> it's not sensitive. I'm not sensitive, Barry. Dang it. No. This is, this is one of those things that I'm just now, after like years of you know being a Christian, just learning how to really? how to walk in. Um, you know, even being in ministry, I'm just now learning how to walk in this. And this is, this is yeah. something that, that is kind of missed a lot, you know, in, in the church. Yeah, agreed. And so I'm glad we're talking about it. Well, before we even jump into any of the questions, if you have any questions on receiving, start putting them in the comments right now, and these guys will help me uh, yeah. get to them. But let me just, let me kind of drop a truth right out of the gate about receiving. And uh, let's go to Acts 20 and verse 35, um, Acts 20, verse 35, because a lot of people have been taught that it's not about receiving. You know, it's not about what we get from God. Um, that's not exactly true. And look at this, and, uh, and I'll show you why, and I'll show you how. Um, and one of the things, and I'll show you something that we did yesterday, because actually at our Holy Spirit service yesterday, yeah. it was all about receiving. And if you missed that, definitely go back and take a look at that. Amen. Um, man, the Lord poured out. The yeah. uh, <laughs> Lord, your wife received. Yeah. <laughs> last oh, sure. night. Yeah, she was, uh, it was really cool. So Acts twenty thirty five says, uh, in everything, at the end of the verse, it says that the Lord Jesus, he himself said, it's more blessed to give than receive. I guess I could have gone to the verse where Jesus said that, but we hear that. It's more blessed to give than receive. All right, hear this. He didn't say it wasn't blessed to receive. Right. Mm. He just said it's more blessed right. to yeah. give. because, And the reason is, part of the reason of that is simple logic. When you give, it's a seed which turns into a harvest, right. <laughs> which will be multiplied. In other words, I can receive, I can receive one time, mm -hmm. but if I plant, I can multiply what I receive. You right. See? So there's that, there's that piece of it. But people look at that and they they equate in their head, well, I just never need to receive. I just need to be concerned with yeah. giving, yeah. because the the blessed is give. It's kind of like giving is blessed and receiving is not. That is not what it says. That is not. Otherwise, what, it what you're says doing is totally pointless yes. for the person. Like yes. it doesn't benefit them. You know. Well, how how can you give if there's no one to receive? Yes. You know, if everyone's like, yes. no, I can't receive yeah. that. How can you give anything? Yeah. You yeah. can't. Yeah. Kevin brings yeah. up a good point. Imagine Joe Montana or Tom Tom Brady without any receivers. You know, yeah. uh, they would be completely paralyzed. Is what he said. It, yeah. It's it's absolutely correct. And uh, so do do another thing here. And why do we receive? Uh, let's go. Let's go to Second Corinthians chapter nine, and Second uh, Corinthians nine and verse, I believe it's ten. All right. So, nope. Excuse me. Verse eight. It says, uh, and God is able to make all grace abound to you so that always 
having all sufficiency in everything. And here's the part. You may have an abundance for every good deed. Yeah. Or the King James says, you'll have an abundance for every good work. So, in other words, if we don't know how to receive, mm -hmm. we'll never have an abundance. And if we don't have an abundance, there's not a supply to do the good yeah. work of God. God doesn't, God wants us to do the work of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. He tells us right here in this verse that that work is absolutely programmed to come out of abundance right. that we can only have if we learn how to receive that abundance. Mm -hmm. And so the devil comes against us because he knows if he can stop your abundance, he can stop the work of God. Yeah. And put that in the comments. If the devil can stop uh, our abundance, if the devil can stop us receiving an abundance, he can stop the work of God yeah. because the work comes through us. We're the hands and the feet. And so the devil knows that. He knows scripture better than most Christians. And so he says, I'll just, so in order to stop them from having an abundance, I'll teach them it, they shouldn't receive. And they, we put on this false humility. All of a sudden we're like, I don't have to have that. And that's where we lived for a long time. And when we, and I, I said this last night, is uh, when we learned, Nicole and I learned how to receive, Actually, my spiritual walk and my ability to pass on that anointing mm. just multiplied higher. And all yeah. of a sudden, I was walking at a totally different level spiritually because I learned the truth in finances. Yeah. You know, I learned that in finance. So, amen. And yeah, uh, Kevin said in 2 Corinthians 9, 8, that's a lot of absolutes. I know. I love that verse. It's like absolute after absolute after absolute of those things. And yeah. we need to learn how to receive. You go back to Deuteronomy 8, 18. It says, it's the Lord who gives you the power mm -hmm. to get well, mm -hmm. which actually is a receiving of mm -hmm. sorts. And we'll get into that a little bit later. To establish his covenant. Right. In other words, he won't, he's showing you, in other words, if we don't receive from him the power to get wealth, then his covenant is not established the way that it should, not only in our lives, but in the overflow, the covenant overflow out of our lives, the wealth overflow, not just of finances, but the wealth of our spiritual nature, the yeah. wealth of his glory, the wealth of his grace, the wealth of his power. He gives us the power to get the wealth of all of those things mm. and the covenants established. So, have, you know, it, for example, just asking y'all, has your life been blessed because I went after and got the wealth of his anointing and yes. wisdom? Has your life changed? For sure. And so he established his covenant in you because I'd learned how to receive that before you. Now you are learning how to receive that so that the covenant can be established in others yeah. because you learn how to receive. Yeah. Receiving is so, so important. Yeah. So, well, like one of the things that I, that was just coming to me was the reality that you can't give what you haven't even received. That's right. You know, yeah. like, yeah. so if, if we neglect the receiving, we won't have anything left to give. Yeah. yeah. And, well, uh, and that's one thing I wanted to show, and we did this yesterday, but I want to do it on the broadcast as well is, all right, so now let's, uh, I want to, I want you to do an exercise with me and it's really simple, but I want you to take a deep breath and I'm going to tell you in just a second, you don't have to do it yet, but. Uh, I want yeah, you to take a deep yeah. breath. And when I tell you to, I want you to give as much of that breath out as you can. <laughs> and I want you to, I mean, just give all you got, right? Give all you got. All right, ready? Take a deep breath. And now 
Give it out. Blow, the, blow that breath out. Now listen, keep giving, keep giving, keep giving, keep giving. Do not take another breath in, but keep giving. Giving, 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 giving. <laughs> Can you? You can't talk. Okay, go ahead, breathe. Breathe, breathe, breathe. You I'm saying I cannot. You can't answer. even talk or give anymore unless you take another breath right. in. Even in our natural state, we understand, and our body gets it even if our brain doesn't. Right. I can't give anymore. I can't even speak if I don't learn how to receive right. and take that breath. So it's one of those things where we have to see, okay, this is the way things are. This is God's flow, and this is the system. I'm reminded of, you know, like the, the salt sea, the dead sea, uh, versus Sea of Galilee. Sea of Galilee is teeming with life. The Dead Sea basically has no life in it. There's no outflow. But what I, what I want you to see is you've got to have both. You've got to have intake and outtake, intake and outtake, intake and outtake. You've got to have both of them. You have to have giving and receiving. Yeah. And so, you know, a scripture that I, I want to look at here is this in Philippians uh, 4.15. And I just want you to see how the Holy Spirit actually talks about this. In Philippians 4.15. Do you want us to read it if we have it? Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay. It says, You yourselves also know, Philippians, that at the first preaching of the gospel, after I left Macedonia, no church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, but you alone. So what you see here is the Holy Spirit absolutely putting both giving and receiving as one matter. Mm -hmm. In other words, they go hand in hand. In other words, you've got to receive to give, and uh, you have to walk in that. And you're not going to receive if you don't give, right? But you have to receive to give. So you see the Holy Spirit putting these two, basically bracketing these two together, yeah. giving and receiving. Mm -hmm. And so this, you know, a revelation of reception is absolutely huge because when you start to learn how to receive from the Lord, now you're empowered to give. Mm -hmm. And you kind of see this even with like Timothy. Timothy was a pastor, so he's, he's a pastor. And what you start to see in that is that Timothy, he tells Timothy, Timothy, study to show yourself approved. Mm -hmm. What is he saying? Timothy, take the knowledge of the word. Take yeah. the input of the word. Receive the word into you, and why was he telling him that? So that he could give as a good pastor. Yeah. In other words, there he had to have a reception. You know, uh, he told him to stir up the gift that was received by the laying on of hands. Yeah. You see, and so you see that without reception, we very quickly cease to be out of breath. Mm -hmm. in our ministry. Without reception, we are out of breath in our giving. Without reception, we are out of breath in our power and yeah. our walk with God. We must learn to be good receivers. That's not being greedy. That's being actually humble to the Word of God. Yeah. Now, if I turn reception and it's based off of a fleshly desire and not a spiritual desire, now that turns to greed, and now it's wrong. But see, a lot of people have, thrown, and I've done this, thrown the baby out with the bathwater. It's like, oh, no, I can't be like that. And so I threw all spiritual receiving out with fleshly receiving, and I didn't realize I, I hung myself. Yeah. You know, it was, I was done. You know, if I don't learn how to receive, I've got no more input to help in that yeah. way. So yeah. 
receiving is so important and we need to learn how to receive and we need to become very good receivers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think one, you say often that a really great teacher of the kingdom principles are finances. Finances mm -hmm. are one-on-one. So I think often yeah. you can talk about sowing and receiving and think money. It can apply to a variety of places, but just for this base level, how would you say from the word is the best way to receive off of seed sown. So like, for example, tithes and offerings come up on a church service and you give an offering, you know it was obedient to what the Lord told you to do and yet it's been a year, five years, and you don't believe you've seen the manifestation off of that. How do you stand and call in your harvest and receive from that? Yeah, well, and what you're... What you're referencing is uh, here in Luke chapter 16, okay? So in Luke chapter 16, you see starting in verse 10, it says, He who is faithful in a very little thing. Mm -hmm. Notice those words, Luke, Luke uh, 16 verse 10. He who is faithful in a very little thing. Now what he is just describing, what he continues to describe is money in this world, like yeah. tangible money in this world. But he says money is a very little thing. Yeah. So in dealing with money, it's a very little thing. And that's important, important to understand. Uh, now, now watch this. He says, he who is faithful in a very little thing is faithful also in much. So you have two contrasting things here. Money is the very little thing. But much is what God wants to get us to. Yeah. Okay, so money is the the starting point, and He's going to teach us some things in the area of finance. What I found is most people can't handle the the much of God, yeah. the glory of God, the power of God, the anointing of God, because they never learn the little thing. Yeah. So they haven't learned to be faithful here. Why would God give them much? God, you have to understand. Uh, God is not socialist. He doesn't just distribute everybody equally. You look at the parable of the talents. It's very clear in that. Jesus said, hey, the one who has more will be given to him. Very clear, right? Yeah. So he's not just distributing, okay, you get five, you get five, you get, everybody gets five. You know, that's not how he works. He's not, Jesus is not a socialist. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that in another message. But whoever is faithful and who is diligent and responsible and a good steward, he'll give them more. Yeah. Okay. So he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him, not just a rewarder of everybody. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him in Hebrews 11.6. So what you see is he, he says, he who is unrighteous in a very little thing is also unrighteous also in much. So if we're not handling the little thing right, the money right, the right. giving, and watch this, the giving and receiving. See, and this is what I said earlier, is if you want to move on into the power of God and the glory of God and the anointing and the weight of heaven in your life, you got to understand money and finances in the kingdom, specifically giving and receiving. Yeah. You have to get it. You have, because if you don't get giving and receiving the little thing, then he can't give you the much. Right. And why would he, if, if he calls it a little thing and he calls his glory and his power much, then why, if you're not faithful there, why in the world would he give you something that you're not going to be faithful with? And right. he said very clearly, absolute, if you're not faithful in little, you won't be faithful in the much. Right. Look at this. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the use 
of unrighteous wealth. In other mm -hmm. words, the world's money, right? Who will entrust the true riches to you? Right. The true riches of the kingdom of God. If you've not been faithful in the use of that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? So this is a point that a lot of young ministers have, have missed. It's like they don't realize that they went into a ministry, they're just trying to build a resume, doing we talked about this when both of y'all got here. And now and you see it on a different level now, I think, than ever. A lot of young ministers will say, Well, I'm going in there to build a, a resume. But here's the thing. If you're just going to build a resume, but you don't give yourself wholeheartedly to the ground, mm -hmm. you're not being faithful with that which is another's. Mm -mm. And so then they'll launch out thinking that God has given them something. But according to this verse, that probably wasn't God giving them. That was them building their own house. Yeah. And now they're the builder and the maintainer of that house. And they wonder why a lot of them will you know, pass away young, you yeah. know, like that. Because they weren't given something. They took something that God hadn't given them. Mm -hmm. you, you see what I mean? So when we need to be, let me read this. If you've not been faithful in that in the use of that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? Mm -hmm. No servant can serve two masters, for he, he will either hate the one and love the other, or else he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and, and wealth. So you, you have to see that he's talking about the love of money here, but and how does that relate to our giving and receiving? If you love money, mm -hmm. it's going to corrupt your giving. Yeah. If you love money, it's going to corrupt your receiving. So you've got to deal with that and you've got to learn in, in finances. In fi finances is a spiritual thing. Absolutely. We just, we see that there's a direct spiritual yeah. connection to finances, the world's money and how we utilize it. <laughs> to receiving the glory and the true riches yeah. of the kingdom of God. It truly is a Christianity 101. I, I would say, and Jesus preached about finances all the time. And I would, um, I started to say this last night. I never wanted to be a, a, a pastor or a minister that talked about finances. I just, in the, in the beginning, I never wanted to be that. But the more I studied his word, the more I realized there is revelation in finances. I mean, there is some revelation yeah. there. And I have learned over the years more about my relationship and walk with God and the handling of the anointing by learning about finances. Right. I learned, and I, I was like, oh, I can apply what I learned about finances here yeah. in, in the anointing, you know. I can learn about healing here. I was like, oh, glory to God, you know. And uh, actually, one of, the, uh, one of the things that Nicole and I grew up on was a teaching by Keith Moore called Prosperity Basics. It was series 507 on his website, right? I listened to it. I could quote it uh, for a while. I still can quote pieces of it, but I listened to it, listened to it, listened because we were hurting in our finances. So, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Yeah. I needed help in our finances, and we got it as we put that word in. But then some one day I was like, oh, I can apply this same faith as I'm applying on the promise of prosperity and his finances and paying our bills, I can apply the same faith to healing people. I can apply the same thing to protection. And, and what I realized was money had taught me how to, how to apply faith, yeah. faith for money in God's way, not my own way, faith for finances had 
shown me the path and the pattern to receive faith for supernatural healing and divine health and all of these other things. I was like, glory to God. Then you see this verse and it all lines up. You see how that happens. So the first thing to see is that God will use these small things to teach us about the big things. Mm -hmm. He'll use the small ones to teach us about the big things. And uh, so it, it's really good for us to pay attention to that. Get good at the small. And remember, it, it's the, uh, you know, the small foxes that ruin the vine. Yeah. So a lot of people want to jump to the big things and they think that handling the small things is beneath them. Oh, don't, just, just deal with that stuff. Because if you don't deal with it, it'll come back to bite you, you know, and you don't want that. So uh, your, your question, ask it again. So basically, how would you grow in receiving? off of seed sown. Yeah. Well, so the first part of that is the seed that you sow. The first part in receiving is making sure that the seed you sow is right. So how can you have, in other words, if I wanted a, uh, a harvest of corn and I go out and plant soybeans, right? I'm not going to ever get a harvest of corn. Mm -hmm. So my first step in receiving is choose the right seed. Yeah. I'm laughing because back in yeah. February th this year, <laughs> George and I had sown everything in our bank account. Like we sowed everything and there was nothing coming back in. <laughs> like, <laughs> like red, like we had not seen in a long time red. <laughs> and I, we reached out to pastors. We're like, I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> like we, it's our year of increase. We're believing for this. And it, very quickly, we realized that some of our sewing was our desire yeah. more than it was 100% being led by God completely. Even yeah. though our intentions were good, like we were, we were sewing for kingdom things, it wasn't 100% birthed of God. Yeah. So I'm laughing because I remember the, the phone call we made where we're like, um... We, yeah, please. <laughs> There's help, so much help red me. around, and it's not the blood of Jesus. It's death. Like, it's not good. <laughs> Been there, done that, got the T-shirt and a hat. Yeah. So. But it was awesome. Yeah. Like, if you're in this situation, like, we're, as pastor's about have, to continue. Have you all ever been there? If you have, put a hands up in the comments. I'm not afraid to say it. I've been there. Well, yeah. legitimately, like, what was great was we reached out immediately as soon as we saw where we were. We asked for help, and you provided provided us wisdom and faith to stand on and like just how to receive like yeah. you're about to share with them. Yeah. And by the end of the week, the Lord had supernaturally provided seed oh, that we God. needed. Like, so it yeah. came in because he is super merciful, yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> but what you're sharing literally had a turnaround of days. Yeah. Well, and so in receiving it's, and you know, what's awesome about that testimony is I'm sitting here thinking, I don't even remember that. We've had so many testimonies yeah. this year. Like, we're ha we have testimonies all the time. I mean, just all the time. Yeah. And that's a huge testimony, how yeah. God worked it even in that week. I don't even rem that's remember it. That's where we were going to have Valentine's Day. And yeah. That was that, was that situation. Yeah. yeah. I, yep. Now I remember. <laughs> Thank you. But it's we're having so much move of God in finances and health yeah. and everything. I mean, I'm thinking just the past couple of weeks, I watched twice where somebody, not me, somebody else laid their hands on somebody and watched them be healed and the power yeah. of God move under you know, their hands. So God's moving yeah. and uh, he wants to move through you and through us. So anyway, but... Uh, George said, that wasn't fun, but the other <laughs> side is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 
the, you know, the key in the beginning of how to receive and get that flowing right, the first thing is you have to start right. And, um, in or, and even before you sow correctly, uh, you have to receive correctly. Mm-hmm. So if you look at, in other words, if you're not in the family of God, you're not going to sow and receive correctly. The mm-hmm. first step is you know, being in the family of God so that you have an inheritance to receive. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You have to, and so Jesus handled the giving of that. He gave his life. The Father gave his son. So he handled the original seed. But the, the first part of receiving in the rest of your life is to receive Jesus. Yeah. Is to receive him. And so, you know, you have to receive him first. And then, uh, then what helps with that is receiving the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy yeah. Spirit will tell you what to sow, where to sow, okay? And uh, then the next part in sowing, this is not on sowing, but it does directly affect your receiving because you have to deal with harvest. Remember the king, kingdom, uh, Jesus said this, the kingdom of God is like a seed. Yeah. So we have to understand giving and receiving, sowing. The kingdom of God is like that, sowing and receiving. Mm-hmm. That's how the kingdom works. That's what happened. You know, Abraham sowed Isaac as a seed, yeah. his son, for every uh, member of the family of faith. He was the father of faith. And he sowed his son on behalf of his whole family ever to be both physical blood and the blood of Jesus. People that are of faith in Galatians says people that are of faith are of faithful Abraham, are blessed with faithful Abraham. So God prompted Abraham to sow his son. Mm -hmm. And that gave God a legal right to release a harvest of his son to everybody that would believe on Jesus. That gave us entrance into his family, which then gave us an inheritance. That inheritance will give us seed to sow. Uh, Receiving the Holy Ghost will give us wisdom, how to sow, when to sow, how much to sow. Mm -hmm. Flowing in the Holy Ghost will give that. And that's why he gives us that, so that we can know the things of God, praying out the mysteries of God. Uh, you, You know the story of where the Lord told me to sow something. I didn't even want to sow it. But then years later, maybe 10 yeah. years later, uh, the Lord says, this is a harvest. He, God came through in a miraculous way of a, receiving a harvest. And it was a harvest of that seed. I didn't want to sow, but the Holy Ghost made sure that I know you yeah. need to plant today. Yeah. And um, so then we want to look at, you know, when you're sowing, You've got to have the good seed. You know, first of all, the word of God is a seed. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are looking for a harvest without planting this seed. Yeah. So you got to know, see, if you don't know that God wants you to receive, then you haven't planted the seed of the word that shows you he wants you to receive. Mm -hmm. So you're never going to have a harvest because you didn't plant this seed first. Yeah. So the first seed is the word, planting the seed of the word in you, sitting under preaching and teaching that has the anointing on it. And then those things will bring up a harvest of revelation, a harvest of rhema or the alive word and revelation will bring your, now when you plant a physical seed, right? This is so good stuff. I've never explained it like this. 
So then when you have a physical seed, mm -hmm. you're planting it not just the, like a dollar. You're not just planting a dollar. You're planting a dollar with a spiritual revelation of rhema that this thing's going to bring up a supernatural harvest. Yeah. So now you got the fertilizer of God in there. You see, and now you now here's another thing is you want to have revelation of how much to uh, the heart to do it with, and you want to know what field. You know, you don't plant a seed, and and also you don't have really sowing and receiving. You really don't have that until you've uh, returned the tithe to right. the Lord, right? In in Second Corinthians nine verse six through ten. Uh, and beyond, you know, six through twelve, really. Um, you that is not talking about tithe. So tithe is the ten percent of your increase, and the Bible's very clear that belongs to God. We don't give that to God; we return it to God. Mm -hmm. We bring it back to God. We say, "Look, Lord, we recognize that you're the one who gave us this. We bring that back to you." Right. Okay. Then we get into sowing, giving, and receiving. And so uh, we're not giving our tithe. We're not sowing our tithe. We're returning our tithe with the understanding, I wouldn't have this if it wasn't for you. Right. right? So it's not a giving of our tithe in that way. It, but once you give the, once you return the tithe back, now you step into true giving. Anything over and above that 10% is your seed. That's what's multiplied. Right. The tithe is not what's multiplied. The, the sowing is what's multiplied, yeah. which is over and above that. So in order to have a harvest, you got to get over the tithe. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people who aren't giving their tithe, they're, they're not even sowing yet. So they have, they're expecting a harvest, but they don't have a harvest. Right. right. So the tithe will actually help you open up opportunities to sow. And that's what you see in Malachi 3. So Malachi 3 shows us that when we tithe, he will rebuke the devourer, right? So stuff shouldn't be breaking. Right. Things shouldn't be slipping through your fingers, things like that. You should be keeping uh, that increase. But he also says he'll open up the windows and doors of heaven, which means he will show us vision, the windows you see through. He'll open those up, take the, the blinds off, the blinders off, so we can see where to plant where to put work so we can, he'll give us the power to get wealth. It, it opens opportunities. And it doesn't mean that we'll take them. It just means he'll, he'll give us vision right. for it. He'll show us. He'll put us in a service or on a broadcast where there is an anointing to sow. Right. right? Because a part of receiving is you plant it in the right ground. Mm -hmm. You don't plant it in ground that's carrying no anointing. You don't plant it in ground that's not winning souls. You don't plant it in ground that's not carrying power. All of this is the seed of the Word. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit will help you to see that. He'll help you to know that. And when you take that seed, and then in uh, 2 Corinthians uh Nine, you see that we give cheerfully of a cheerful giving. We give bountifully, and um, and that's something I haven't really talked about this much. But um, let, cheerful with a cheerful heart, heart. If you're walking up to sow and you're like, <laughs> I mean, it's good to go ahead and do that and kind of break that off of your life. But that's not where you want to stay. Shouldn't be every time. <laughs> it, should, it should really just happen once. The maybe, maybe. Stop. Yeah, you should be like, Lord, I know, because really that's not faith, and you're kind of wasting it. And I understand, like sometimes it helps us get to the next level. I get that, but we should get to the place 
Oh, man, Pastor Anthony Wade. Man, I see you on there. I love you so much. Super excited to see you next week. Amen. It's going to be awesome. And uh, so we should get to the place where we actually are so happy. Like, I know what this scene is going to do. Yeah. You know, and we're like, glory to God. So we're, we're sowing it in faith. We're cheerful, not just that we're going to receive, but we're cheerful that the kingdom of God will be advanced with this. You yeah. Know? So, you know, when we did like uh, Boomfest, you know, several years ago, when we had our first one, we literally, we literally, uh, you know, the cost to have that versus the souls that we won was under $7 per soul, mm -hmm. right? So it cost us around $7,000, mm -hmm. around 1,200 people committed to the Lord yep. that day. Around 1,200, right? Yes, sir. You, you know the numbers. So less than $7 per commitment to Christ that day, right? So when I take, you know, uh, $50, right? That, you know, seven times seven is $49. I'm like, there is seven souls that, that can yeah. be one to the kingdom on that. You know, yeah. if I give $70, there's 10 souls because I know that we are utilizing that money as good stewards, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, you know, as good stewards. We are, we're not just, you know, the average church has a hundred people, hundred thousand dollar budget, and they win less than two people to the Lord per year. Right. We're already pushing right up against 400 for the year. Mm -hmm. And that's in a time when people are still being standoffish, you know, and uh, we're already pushing that. We'll have way more before the end of mm -hmm. the year. But one of the things that you see is that we're we're after that. We're winning souls and making right. disciples. So that's a good place to plant seed. Here's another thing. And I want to show you this. So if you look at if you look at this, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, it says, Now this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. He who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must do just as he purposed in his heart. All right, so now what you see is this, is that word bountifully, right? If you look at it, let me, let me look it up just so I can tell you the exact, the exact way that it uh, says it. What you'll see in this word, in the Greek, in the original language, okay? This is the Greek word, uh, the Strong's number 2129. That word is eulogia, right? So what is the Greek root for word? Remember, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. That is the logos, logos right? So this is eulogia. So the root of it is the word. Okay, the U, E-U part means good. So he says, so part of what he's saying here is that you don't sow into bad word, you sow into good word. So you don't plant seed, and if you're going to receive well, you don't plant seed in ground that the doctrine's off, that it's not in faith, that it's not in hope, that it's not in love. You plant it into good word ground, right? Amen. You, you plant it, and then it says, and you will receive bountifully, or you will receive good word. Amen. So what, and this is what I've been wanting to share for a while, but I haven't yet, is part of the, part of the reasons why we give is if I just received a good word, yep. 
then I need to plant into that good word and that good word will become mine. Yeah. I'll get it. It becomes, in other words, if I, if I listen to today and I need to learn to receive better and I know that that word is good, it's an anointed word, it's good word, then I want to sow into that word yeah. because I want to up my reception. Yeah. Yeah. And so I can literally, this scripture shows us, I can sow into good word and that revelation on receiving will become mine. Yeah. It, it releases the grace of receiving. Yeah. So that that's something I've been wanting to share for a while. Thank you, Lord, for bringing it up now. But um, but that shows us where to plant. We don't want to plant in bad word. We don't want to plant in unfaithfulness, mm-hmm. right? It's one thing to say, oh, yeah, God will heal you, but I don't know that he wants you to. That's not good ground. That's not good word, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he wants to do that today. Well, I don't want to get your hopes up. That's not good word. That's yeah. demonic that's doctrine. It's anti-Christ. Yeah. Yeah, it's anti-anointing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's not good ground. Well, uh, you know, we don't flow in the Holy Ghost. That's not good ground Mm-mm. because he tells us, be baptized with the Holy Ghost. He, he shows us to walk in that. He even shows, and this, this has been sitting on me for several days, came up today as well in a meeting that we were in, is that Jesus said to his apostles, trained by him, don't basically in context, don't go preach till you are baptized with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And even Jesus himself never preached until he was baptized with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Even Jesus did. Mm-hmm. So we shouldn't even be preaching without being fully immersed, mm-hmm. not yeah. just receiving the Holy Spirit as a seal of our salvation. What happened, I believe it's in John, when, he, when Jesus breathed on the disciples, that was one event. The second event happened in Acts chapter 2 where they were Field, and the word literally says they were baptized with the Holy Ghost and they had the evidence of speaking in tongues yeah. there. And so you see that that filling of the Holy Ghost is absolutely needed. So when we're looking for to receive well, then we want to sow into places that are operating good word. And if we have the biblical example to not even preach until we're baptized with the Holy Ghost, if that's the biblical context, right? And then you go over, you go over into Timothy, and uh, let, let's just look at that. Let's go to Timothy, and I think it's oh, I mean, that was in Titus. Oops. I was like, your Timothy is shorter than mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's in 1 Timothy, and I think I just had it. Uh... While you're looking, Serena says, yeah, I need to plant seed in good word ground in Amen. order to be able to receive from that seed. Mm-hmm. It's an investment into the word. If you mm-hmm. invest, it becomes yours. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. What's been fun is through this whole thing, like there's so many like religious cows that have been like, blown over just even from the outset what pastor said like in passing was in order to be able to give like you have to receive first before you can do anything in the kingdom you've got to first receive jesus the first thing you do in your relationship with the lord is you receive like you've got to receive and so it's like it's integral to everything we do and whether it's you know worth or whatever is we'll we'll 
our flesh has fought it. And so this has been so key. I'm sure we may be here throughout the week, actually. <laughs> I was shocked. looking, well, yeah, I was looking at uh, uh, 2.5. It's in 3.5. So this is 2 Timothy 3.5. And so 2 Timothy 3.5 says this, holding, talking about ministers mm -hmm. and people, holding to a form of godliness, and watch this, although they have denied its power yeah. or the yeah. power of godliness, the anointing of godliness, yeah. which is who brings the anointing? Mm -hmm. you know, who did Jesus say was going to bring power? Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. He's the, he is the conduit of the power of God to believers. Yeah. So when you yeah. deny the power of, of uh, the Holy Ghost... He says this, avoid such menaces. Yeah. So if I'm going to, I'm supposed to avoid men that are not operating in power, then, and he gives us that context many times, right? Paul said, I don't come to you in convincing words yeah. of, of wisdom, of man's wisdom, but in demonstration and power. Yeah. And then at one point he challenged him, he says, you act like I'm not coming to you. He said, but I am coming to you. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we're going to see, we're going to see if you're who you say you are. I'll, I'll give him Brian's paraphrase. Because mm -hmm. we're going to see if you have power. Mm -hmm. That's what he says. And we're going to see if you have power. And so if God says, don't even have my life around a lack of power, yeah. then good word to plant seed into so that I can receive a good harvest means that I'm not sowing into a lack of power either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't sow into that, yeah. right? I, I had one time where somebody was talking to me and they said, um, they said, well, I give my, I give, been giving my tithes and my offerings, you know, to this worldly charity. And uh, the charity is doing good work according to the world, but not according to the kingdom. This wasn't kingdom work. This yeah. is the world's work. Yeah. That's not sowing. That's wasted money. Yeah. Wasted money. And, uh, you know, and I've used this. Let's say that you have a charity organization that helps kids, right? That's great. That, that's awesome. If the Lord told me to give something to them, I'll give it to them. But that's not my sowing. Okay. That's not good work. Yeah. Because what they're trying to do is solve man's problem by man's ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Lord solves man's problem by supernatural anointed way. Yeah. See, I can sow what if... What if in this ministry I preach on healing and I sow healing into you and you go into that children's hosp hospital and all the Lord leads you there and you completely clear it out and yeah. all of them get divinely healed? Yeah. Uh, how much was it worth? How much, which one's better? You know, I can give, you know, let's say I can give $10,000 to that and that may help one kid. It may help 10 kids. But I can take that same $10,000, invest that in your training about godliness and the yeah. power of God, and all of a sudden, I just multiplied that healing times eternity. Yeah. How many kids can you get healed? Which one's a better investment? Yeah. Sure. And so God's a businessman, and, he, and he's a mathematician. He understands yeah. this stuff. And so, I mean, who, who do you think taught us math? Who do you think taught us good business? You know, God did. And so it's all in here. I don't so. want to say that God taught me math because I learned it really wrong then. <laughs> I learned it somewhere else. I'll learn from God. The, the stuff that you do know <laughs> was God's good stuff. We're not talking about the part you don't know. <laughs> I just don't know if he wants me to reflect him as my teacher in math. <laughs> so one of the first things that we have to do is recognize the ground. And uh, go, back, go back to 2 Corinthians 9. 
Have you, have you gotten something out of this so far? I hope so. Second mm-hmm. Corinthians 9. And watch this. Watch this. Okay. To receive, we would receive the harvest in this, in this instance, right? Yeah. Can you have a harvest without sowing seed? No. No. And oh, tomorrow we're going to talk about something. We'll do some more of this tomorrow. We're going to talk about receiving. But it just, it exploded last night on receiving. It did. If you hadn't watched it, we'll put the link up for you. Last night, it exploded on receiving. It was, it was man, I was really blessed by it. It was one of the first times I've ever seen our people, like, rush the altar to give. Yeah, Like, yeah. it was yeah. really cool watching. It was cool. It, it, was, it was supernatural. It was God. Yeah. So, so watch this. So he says, and, and what we've discussed so far is, if we're going to receive well, the first place it starts is with sowing well, right? Yeah. And in order to sow well, you have to have an inheritance. You have to receive Christ, be in the family of God. But here's the thing. Eventually, you get to the place where you take seed. And this, we're talking finances. Mm-hmm. But this is bigger than finances. Finances is the little thing. I can, I can uh, give my eating of food and receive the benefits of fasting. Mm-hmm. The supernatural, spiritual. I, Lord, I choose to give you my eating over this next period of time. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. I'm now sowing the same thing over and above. I'm sowing. I should expect a harvest um, of of His grace. Yeah. And uh, there's so much. There is so much in these verses right here, verse six through twelve. It. I mean, spend some time on Second Corinthians nine six through twelve. Spend some time there. Read it. Reread it. Uh, the Lord just showed me something again. You know. The other day, it's just there's so much here. There is these are power-packed verses here, and the kingdom operates like this. Yeah. So when you understand this, you'll understand the kingdom, uh, or you know, how it operates. But watch this: in order to have that harvest, you have to plant a seed. But in order to have a seed, look at verse ten. Now he who supplies seed to the sower. In order to have seed, to have the harvest, you have to receive the seed first. Yeah. You have to receive the seed. So we can't get to the full reception without even receiving the seed. We've yeah. got to, we have to become, before we can even give and be in the more blessed, more blessed to give than to receive, again, I'll say it like I did at the beginning is, you, it doesn't say that receiving isn't blessed. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say that. It just says it's more blessed. How much more blessed? I don't know how much more blessed, but receiving is still blessed. Mm-hmm. You're still blessed when you receive. It doesn't say you're not blessed. So, but in order to give and be blessed, yeah. you have to receive seed first. Yeah. You have to receive first. <laughs> so now watch this. All of this comes back to, and this, it all comes back to this. I have to yield myself to Jesus. Because without receiving him, in other words, I can't jumpstart myself. Mm-hmm. I can't jumpstart. I, I need you. <laughs> Jesus, I got to have you. Yeah. I got to have you as my savior. I got to have you as the giver of my seed. Everything I do and have success in my life all comes down to you. I need you. I want you. I got to have you. And so in order to be a good receiver, the first thing you got to have is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you got to receive him. Yeah. And so let's just receive them today, right now, on a different level. Yeah. And so just pray with me. Just say, Jesus. Jesus. 
I receive you. I receive you. I take you. I take you as my Lord. As my Lord and Savior. And Savior. I take you as the one who will save me. I take you as the one who will save me <laughs> from anything I need saving from. From anything I need saving. But I take you as my Lord. But I take you as my Lord. The one who's given me instruction. The one who's given me instruction. The instructions that I will follow. The instructions that I will follow. I confess you. I confess you as my Lord. As my Lord. And I believe. And I believe. God raised you from the dead. God raised you from the dead. After you died for me. After you died for me. And I believe. And I believe that you didn't leave me. That you didn't leave in the place me of death. In the place of death. That you were just delivered from. That you were just delivered from. But when you were delivered. But when you were delivered. You delivered me too. You delivered me too. And I received the fullness of it now. And I received the fullness of it. Now. I receive healing in my body. I receive healing in my body. I receive prosperity and finances. I receive. For an abundance. For an abundance. I receive restoration. I receive restoration. Of broken things. Of broken things. I receive deliverance. I receive deliverance. Of things that I need delivered from. Of things that I need delivered from. I receive protection. I receive protection. I receive fellowship with my father. I receive fellowship with my father. The ability to approach him. The ability to approach him. And he's not mad with me. And he's not mad with me. But through you, Jesus. Through you, he wants to bless me. He wants to bless and give me an inheritance. And give me an inheritance. Jesus, Jesus, I ask you. I ask you. Baptize me with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit and fire. And fire. To be like you. To be like you. Talk like you. Talk Think like you. Walk like you. In all aspects. In all aspects. Grow up to be like you. Grow up to be like you. Empowered by you. Empowered by you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And Lord, right now, I ask you. Lord, right now I ask you to give me the seed. To give me the seed. And give me revelation of receiving. And give me revelation of receiving. And giving. And giving. So that I can grow. So that I can grow. From the little things. From the little things. To the big things. To the big things. In the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Man, I'm blessed by that prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Were you blessed by it? Did you receive something today? Was it a good word to you? Then the Bible, if it was a good word to you, the Bible says, yeah, you should sow. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't even matter what the amount is. It matters the obedience that you have. Are you willing to say, Lord, I want to sow into that? I know I'm, I'm going to sow right now uh, as, as we pray over that. But if you feel like uh, the Lord's leading you to sow today, you can go to giveww.org and sow into that. Be obedient to whatever the Lord uh, leads you to sow. You can give Facebook, Cash App, Venmo, Text to Give, uh, cryptocurrency. You can go all, all that, all that. And uh, you can give today. Go to giveww.org. You can see all of those things. And uh, you can, so we just want to pray over that. And so will y'all pray that what the, the precious and holy seed that they're sowing, that they will receive a harvest on it mm -hmm. according to God's intentions. So will you pray that right now? I'm going to mm -hmm. give while you're doing it and receive that myself. Amen.
Well, Father God, right now in Jesus' name, we yeah. thank you that your word works, God. Yes. Thank you, Father, that your word yes. works. The word that we attach our faith to works. And so, Father, right now in Jesus' name, we thank you that every seed sown in faith and in confidence and in expectation with joy. Father, I thank you that it, just as Jesus said, what you give, it'll be given back to them. God, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, will be running over into their laps. And Father God, right now, I just pray anyone who might be saying, I don't know if I have any seed to sow. Father, God, let them purpose in their heart to sow. And I thank you that you're going to supply that seed into their hands. Yes. Father, yes. thank you, Lord, that there is nobody watching today who is seedless when they purpose in their heart to be sowers and I thank you Father that they are going up. This yeah. is their year yeah. of yeah. increase thank and I thank you, you Lord that that increase comes quickly in Jesus name. We believe it and we receive it in Jesus name. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Did you receive today? Amen. Yeah. Hey, that's right. Kevin just said this from Galatians 6, 7. God is not mocked. Mm -hmm. And he says, whatsoever there, he says, whatsoever a man sows, yeah. that he will also yeah. reap or receive. Yeah. It's, it's together. Yeah. What he sows, he'll reap. Yeah. What he gives, he'll receive. Yeah. He'll, they go together, giving and receiving. We yeah. have to have both. Yeah. Just like a breath, we have to take in to give out. They go hand in hand. They always go together, sowing and receiving. Well, while Buddy was sowing praying, what I believe, I'm so sorry. That's right. What I believe came up to me was God never forgets an offering. Like yeah. he never yes. forgets an offering. Yeah. So whatever you are sowing today, yeah. he sees it mm -hmm. and he doesn't forget it. He's yeah. not going to forget whatever seed you're sowing today. That's so whether right. you feel it's big or small, it gets brought up before the father and he's not going to forget it. Yeah. So today you can stand yeah. on this seed yeah. that you've sown yeah. and Amen. expect it to harvest in your life, to manifest yeah. that supernatural harvest because he doesn't forget it. That's right. That's right. And there's the link for you for the uh, service last night. It was tremendous. And yeah. uh, Amen. Uh, George said that was an on time word. And uh, Serena put this earlier. I want you to put it in the comments now. Uh, I want, and I want them to put it from us as well. This is our year of increase. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the What's Right family, the Boomerang family, put it in there, all caps, big exclamation points. Mm -hmm. This is our year of okay. increase. Amen. And uh, this is our year of increase. Yeah. That is that, and I'll I'll get into this maybe a little bit more. But as you say that, and as you confess that, that is actually you receiving yeah. that year of increase. Amen. It's your, it's receiving that year of increase. Actually, as we say that, one thing I want us to do is to our confessions. I want each day, every day, we'll give our our normal confession. But the last one I'll say, this is our year of increase. Yep. Amen. This is our year of increase. Confession eight. Yep. Okay. No, no, no. Confession every, every day. day. Confession every day. After, okay. after the confession one or two, put that confession. Yes, this is our year of increase. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Serena, this is your year of yeah. increase. Arabella, this is your year yeah. of increase. Yeah. Kevin, this is your year of Amen. increase. Serena, buddy, this is your year of increase. Yeah. George and Barrett, this is your year yeah. of increase Amen. in Jesus' name. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is yeah. because God wants you to have an abundance for every good work. Amen. Amen. Here, we love you so much. Tomorrow we'll be talking more about how to receive, and uh, it's so important. It's so important. It's blessed. 
And so we'll see you tomorrow. Here's Abigail to wrap it up. We love you. Talk to you later. Hey, guys, that was absolutely life-changing if you take a hold of that word. So make sure you do that. Listen to it again if you feel led. But also right now, like this video and share it so that your family and friends can get a hold of this same life-changing word. This is your year of increase. This is their year of increase. But also, just a little announcement for you guys is this weekend is Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to every father out there. And to celebrate this weekend at our church, Boomerang Church, we will be having a Father's Day service. And there we will be giving away a one grill. But also, even if you don't get the grill, you will get a gift card. Every man is getting a gift card on Father's Day. So make sure you come, bring your dad, bring your grandpa, bring every dad that you can find. Get them here. They are not going to want to miss it. And we hope to see you there. So make sure to come and we'll see you again tomorrow at 1130 a.m. Bye.